Welcome to episode 296 of the Drunk Dash Podcast. I'm here as always, I'm Tyler, and joining me, we have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Hey, Tyler. The magic number for this week is 110. Now, why 110? I'll tell you why. It's because that's the exact level I just reached today on my World of Warcraft character. Nice! I've <laughs> been playing the game for like freaking three months, and I'm finally am to the content that I've been wanting to try out and play since I initially spent $50 on the expansion. So, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy. You know, it's like I got my warrior this and that, but other than that, you know, a lot of this week really wasn't as, like, fun, considering that I had to wait for, like, uh, surgery stuff for my dad, but uh, other than that, though, everything else went fine. In terms of a surgery, in terms of this and that, oh, so he's feeling a hell of a lot better. I mean, uh, I could tell just basically after the past couple of days, where he now is not so much oblivious and wants to watch his sports and stuff, wants to do this and that. So yeah, in and of itself, the last few days actually have been pretty decent in everything else. But uh, anyway, what have you been doing, Tyler? Uh. Nothing much different than usual. Just working away. Uh, Hawkeyes won again. Yeah, there so you go. Go Hawks, 6-1. Woohoo. Uh, went over to Buddy's house, watched the game today, so that was nice. Uh, but other than that, you know, I haven't... It's kind of a normal, boring week for Tyler. You know, just work, play some games. Uh, I'm trying to watch a crap ton of television shows at the same time, but also play video games. Very difficult, too. Um... Netflix has been killing it lately, like, you know, with, with some great shows. I got Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, the Haunting on Hill House. Haunting on Hill House. On, yeah, it came out like last week on Netflix. It is absolutely amazing. It's a scary, it's a TV show. It's kind of a, uh, a scary one. So I've been enjoying that. Uh, but doing a fair bit of, doing a decent job of uh, balancing things out and watching and uh, playing games, I think, this week. But uh, yeah, like I said, not a lot with me. Uh but uh, the big thing is, is yeah. we are as of this recording, Gables, two weeks away from extra life. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. And you know what? Yes. It just really feels. It really feels awesome. I'm just kind of waiting for people upstairs to actually stop walking mm-hmm. around, for God's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, like I was saying, it's like, man, I just can't believe that it's just two weeks out before extra life. Just goes forth, <laughs> and like it's just gonna be upon us, you know. It's just really yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. Um, so if people don't know, uh, extra-life.org is a website you go to. Um, it is a charity that people do where they play games for twenty four straight hours and raise money for Children's Miracle Network hospitals in the United States and Canada. Um, people sign up, donate money. Uh, if you are interested in donating. You go there, check it out, uh, look up. Gabe, uh, if you don't want a bag, just say no. <laughs> donate, donate to him. Uh, and uh, if you're interested at all in it or know people that might that might be interested in it, tell them about it. It's a cool thing. Yeah. Uh, it's raised over $40 million. This is the 10th anniversary of it. 
Last year, I believe it raised over $11 million. Yep. Uh, it's gone up every single year. Uh, so, cool thing that we do. Um, but, you know, we were talking about uh, the last couple weeks now about some uh, past Extra Lives. Yeah. Uh, we, two weeks ago, we talked about 2017. Last week, we talked about 2016. So, this week, I thought we'd talk about 2015. Okay. Uh, so, I went back and I listened to our uh, Extra Life Hangover show, and we discussed <laughs> it. I was just like... Because I was trying to remember. I'm like, 2015, what, what, what happened there? What did we do? Um, so, Gables, you played through Limbo. Yep. And you played the Indivisible, Indivisible uh, beta, which that game is still not out yet. I know, right? That was a, that was a Kickstarter <laughs> game over three years ago, and it's still not out. And it's and supposed to come out in 2019. They're still adding stuff to that game, too. Yeah. Uh, that game looks incredibly cool, but yeah, it's it's. It, I don't Who knows when it's going to be here. Um, I played through the entirety of Uncharted 2. Yep. Uh, and I played a bunch of Black Ops 3. Uh, but that was like, I gave up. That was the first campaign I hadn't, I hadn't finished of a Call of Duty game outside of uh, WW2. Uh, which just actually was nice enough to buy me a copy uh, for Xbox One. Uh, so I have that now to play through. And I might play, I might try to play through that on, uh, during Extra Life. There you go. Um, yeah. And, you know, I talked about last week, you want that ringer. You want that guy to come in middle of the night to kind of uh give you that little late boost you need in the middle of the night or yeah late late in the in the run and last week our last uh year was west well in 2015 uh it was justin yeah actually. it was <laughs> um i remember he got off he got off work because he was working third shift at that point and uh it was like i don't know probably six seven o'clock my time and mm-hmm. about four or five o'clock your time so yep. he came in and and joined us for the last few hours. Oh my god, uh, yeah, dude. That was such an interesting time, too. Because it's like, he was just as exhausted as we were. Yeah. When essentially he just pops on and stuff. Like, hey guys, how's it going? And like, you and I are just so fucking dead. Because it's like, <laughs> at that point, I think you were still trying to like play something. And I was still in the middle of playing Limbo. Which, my yeah. god, you know, it's like... That whole portion of the night and stuff. That makes that game actually seem a lot fucking better when you're um, yeah don't have a lot of sleep and it's like in the middle of the night it actually adds to that but mm-hmm. anyway it's like with justin there he actually kept us awake and uh because of him i actually stayed awake up until like about 6 a.m before i fucking passed out <laughs> yeah uh yeah because i remember he came in and it was like i was playing uh, i played through almost all of the flower i was playing flower to kind of get me through the last little bit there and i remember he kept doing he kept doing like uh it's like like 15 15 minutes remaining it's like 12 12 12 12 minutes remaining yeah <laughs> god damn it justin you're not helping uh but uh he just, yeah, we, we, he tried to drift off yeah uh he just he just got off working a 12-hour shift and he came and hung out with us and uh, in the party chat for a while while we uh played some, while we kind of uh i don't want to say played games but we uh games were uh on the screen um but yeah, it was that was a good year. Of course, we had a Rocket League uh, gamer night like we always do during Extra Life. Oh hell yeah! Uh, yeah, so that was always fun. I remember uh, I, I I hated the Black Ops Three campaign. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it was a it was a good Extra Life. I remember I, I remember playing. I remember that now because I, I was trying to remember what happened that when I went back and listened to it. I'm like, oh yeah, I played through all of Uncharted Two, and like I was just like, I remember being so upset because that game was like. There's like 27 chapters and it's like eight too many. Like this is un- <laughs> like the last like four hours. I, I remember even I, I, remember, I think you know it's like 
like the last four hours could have been like compacted into like 30, 40 minutes. Yep. Um, so yeah, it, uh, it was a good one though. I mean, it's kind of cool having a good a game like that to play though, or, um, especially after already playing through uncharted two. Uh, and you, I mentioned it, uh, I think I mentioned it last week or the week before that. It's like, you know, you want to, it sounds great. Like, Oh, I'm going to play a bunch of this game, but if it's like a story driven game or a game, you kind of need to pay attention to, especially if you're like us, where like, you're just hanging out with your friends at a party chat. It's kind of difficult to play at times. Um, you know, just trying to pay attention to the story and understand what happened, what's going on. Uh, but uh, that was like the perfect game to play, where it took up most of my my extra life marathon, and I already played through it once. Uh, and it's just a fast paced, uh, fun action game. Uh, so it was kind of like it's kind of like the perfect game to play through. Um, kind of like I was hoping the recall would have been in 2016. Obviously, yeah. it wasn't. Uh, yeah, that was a that was a really cool extra life. You know, and uh, hopefully we have a. Arena like that uh, for next year's. Right. Uh, or for and, this year's, I mean. And speaking about Extra Life, this year this year I decided to do a little bit of... Uh, add a little bit more flair, if you will, in terms of a tier list. Now, I have been teasing for a little bit on Facebook that I want to try to create a tier list so that way if I get past certain thresholds of raising past a certain extent that uh, I was going to be doing, like, this and that and stuff. Well, as of today, I actually have the full list that's available on Facebook, and I will read it out here for the listeners. Okay. So, basically, my entire goal is, like, $300. I mean, it's more than reasonable. I've already, th- like, crossed a threshold, like, a couple of years back where I got over my $200, like, my $200, like, uh, goal and stuff. So, every time I get past a certain goal, I increase the amount and stuff. And mm-hmm. even though I wasn't near as close as I was last year and help raising money, I still raised enough to where it was somewhat respectable. So for this year, I wanted to try to get people, try to spur people into like wanting to donate stuff. So this is basically what I have so far. So I begin with a $30. If I get past the $30 threshold, I will post a video of myself singing something. That is just something that I'll just do randomly and stuff. I know that I'm already past this threshold already because I passed $30 today. (laughs) So (laughs) sometime during this weekend, I'm going to post a video probably on Facebook and on Twitter as well of me singing something. Now the next one is for $60 raised, and I will eat a ghost pepper live. Oh, Lord. I know. I've heard of how spicy these ghost peppers are. I've had friends... Try to give me ghost peppers or even talk me into eating a ghost pepper. So, in a way, I'm kind of hesitant to do this, but if I get past that $60 mark, I will bite the bullet. I will record myself live on Facebook and on Twitter eating a ghost pepper. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the next one we got here is uh, past $100 raised. Basically, I will stream myself either on the PS4 or Switch or even Steam playing entirely through a terrible game of the donor's choice. (laughs) Now, I kind of coughed out like a bit ago or something like that, not finishing Resident Evil 6, and I kind of want to get back to the whole concept of it where, hey, if I raise past a certain extent, like, say, this $100 threshold... 
I'll leave it up to the donors or for you guys over the talking ship or whoever. What bad game should I play through? <laughs> and I know those guys will think of something horrible, so it's going to be kind of fun. Now, the next threshold. This one is going to be kind of a little bit personal, but it's also going to be a hilarious thing. And this is basically to try to see if any of my coworkers actually do listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> because here's the thing. I don't know. I've heard some friends say they listen to this podcast, blah, 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 blah. So if I pass the $150 raise, like, raised, I will wear a cosplay wig at my workplace. So, yeah, I'm a supervisor, right, in the hard lines. I will wear it for an entire week while working. (laughs) So I will pick a random cosplay wig. I'm going to wear it and stuff and try to work with people. And, oh, my God, yeah, that would actually be kind of hysterical. But at the same time, it's going to make me feel like like three feet tall. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've just had a lot of fun just trying to create the certain tiers of this list. Now the next is $200 raised. Basically, I'm going to do a test of endurance if I get past $200 where it's like, I will stop drinking coffee for an entire month. Ooh, no. <laughs> I love I lo- I love the kids. I don't know if even I can do that. No, for you, it would be like a fucking, like, stop drinking something for a month. Like, stop drinking, like, say, like, IPAs or whatever the fuck. No, why would you, why would you, no. No, but I have a crippling caffeine addiction. I'm fully aware of this. Uh, I would, I would give up alcohol for a year before I'd give up coffee for a month. Well, if you think that's bad, if you think that's bad, Tyler, listen to the $250 raised one. I will quit eating pizza for six months. No! I had pizza three times this week. These are terrible things. Why would you do this? I want people to try to donate. (laughs) Oh, God, Cable. So, here's going to be a little bit interesting one. For $300 raised, for the person who donates the most, I will give them a game or a gift card of their choice. Within reason, obviously. Like, I'm not going to spend, like, 300 fucking bucks on a damn game or a gift card, but it's basically for whoever, like, donates the most in terms of, like, the whole overall Extra Life stuff. And that's, basically, this extends from the Extra Life day, November 3rd, all the way to the end of the year. So, basically, they probably are not going to see this thing until, like, probably the end of the year, at most. Now, the last one... If some odd, if there's something where I actually go forth and raise over $300, which quite honestly, <laughs> I'm not sure if I will, but I'm going to be trying to aim for this. If I raise over $300, I will get a tattoo of my on my arm of whatever the donors want. So I'll place that into their hands. But my thing is, I will not have any type of offensive images, words, or raunchy stuff put on my body. Honestly. But other than that, though, yeah, that's my tier list for this Extra Life 2018. So, yeah. It's definitely going to be an interesting year for my Extra Life. I'm going to see if I can get people to actually donate to see if they actually can (laughs) get me to do those things. But, yeah, I'm spreading the word. I will be posting this on Twitter after we get done recording and stuff like that. But... Other than that, though, I'm just going to be spreading it out. Just spreading out the information all around. 
<laughs> oh, well, that's cool, Gables. I, I would say, if you had to do the tattoo, I would just say get the extra life tattoo. Yeah. Maybe which I, which I hope that's basically what ends up happening, you know, where it's like, hey, I wouldn't mind getting the extra life tattoo on my arm. Yeah, it's for a good cause. I, I don't regret it. Whatever. It's one of the greatest things I think I've ever did. Uh, or one of the worst, most worthwhile things I've ever done. Um, so it's, yeah, I, I would say, I would say if you, if you donate that, just tell them to get the extra life tattoo. Don't be a dick. Yeah. As, as, as tempting as it, it, it would be. <laughs> extra life tattoo. But yeah, I, I hope, I hope you get some donations, Gables. I hope you, uh, I, I want to, I want to, uh, oh man, what would be the, ter- I want you to wear a Mr. T wig. <laughs> for sure you know i don't want to wear a wig i want you just to have that hair oh god Mr. T hair and that's why um, i chose a cosplay wig because that would actually give me a lot of freaking hair <laughs> on my head <laughs> there you go um and then what would the game be so our, we ran re6 into the ground what would be the game that you should play i know right oh man so many options. I'm like, do we want to play something like that came out recently, or well, like that's... this generation, or older? Or... It's got to be this generation, pretty much, because I pretty much have it down to where it's like Switch, PS4, or Steam, pretty much. So it's got to be within the realm of this console generation. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, uh, let's see here. I'm, I'm just doing a search here. Generation. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna look it up. Oh, here we go. We're gonna see the worst games released this year. <laughs> Sonic 06. That's last generation. I don't care. Sonic 06. <laughs> I don't even have a 360. <laughs> Sonic 06. Oh, All right, big big rigs racing. How about that? <laughs> big rigs racing. Oh, is that even available digitally? <laughs> Who knows. Duke Nukem Forever. That's last year, too. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking. Quit yelling at me. Um, oh, man. They're just... Like, games just aren't as bad as they speak because we don't have, you know... Oh, Sonic Boom for Wii U. Oh, whoa. That'd be that'd be a game. Oh, be boy. Game. Oh, Umbrella Court. Oh, no, there's nobody online anymore. Never mind. Um, you know, I, I, I think... Uh, I, I I think that's gotta be it right there. I think Sonic Boom would be the game you have to play through. <laughs> Sonic Boom on the Wii U. Oh mm-hmm. my god. That has to be it. <laughs> it's screaming myself playing Sonic Boom. Yeah. Oh god. Uh but anyways, I guess we can we can get into the uh what's the what's the what we've been playing first. Okay. We don't have a lot of news this week, so we'll do that. Do you wanna go first or you want me to go first? You know, and I've just gone through the past couple minutes just talking straight, so let's see what you've been playing, Tyler. <laughs> okay. Uh, I've primarily played one game this week. Uh, I played a lot more of the Van Pyre, Van Vampire. Vampire. Yeah, sure, we'll go with that. Uh, but uh, I played, I played uh, through a good chunk of that. I talked about last week. I, I sunk a bunch of time into that last week, and I've been playing a lot over the course of the week. Um, and I was talking about, it kind of sucked... Uh, the fact that it felt like you had to like, you, you can be good or bad, and you can say you can like. So a lot of people are there's like an epidemic going through, going through the town. A lot of people are, are dying of a of an illness, and you're a doctor who's also a vampire, um, and you can either save them or you can kill them uh, and drink their blood. And the but the 
Like, the only real way to uh, level up in this game without doing a crap ton of grinding, uh, and I mean a crap ton of grinding, uh, is by killing people. So, um, and I mean in this, in the in the actual, like, definition of, like, if you look at the dictionary of literal, I mean that. To right. a T. I literally murdered everybody in the game. <laughs> literally, literally murdered everybody they're all dead <laughs> they're all dead everybody i even got the the trophy for get, like making every district hostile like they have a <laughs> you can look up every district and you can see like it shows you everybody in each district there's like four or five of them and it has x's and it like makes their face uh, makes their faces gray if they're dead they're all gone oh my god they're all gone they're dead gables I killed them all. There's, oh my I, god, this game. Oh. I, I, and there's so many side quests in this game that I just couldn't do because I killed the person. <laughs> You're supposed to use to solve them. <laughs> and I, I would find objects supposed to give to these people, but oh I already no. killed them. Oh, no. They're all dead. <laughs> they're all dead. You basically I, just broke the game for yourself. Because the I fucking mean, game encourages you to kill people for mass XP. Yeah. Like, I, I, I was saying last week, so everybody, every, like, enemy you fight, like, random enemy, you get five experience points. You kill a boss, you get, you know, I don't know, 500, 800 experience points, which is it's a decent amount, but it's not a lot. But I can just kill fucking this random dude in the streets that I don't think I'll ever have anything to do with and get a thousand. I'll kill somebody and get 8,000, you know? It's just... The the balance is way off. Yep. Uh, that's what I mean. Like, well, you gotta do a lot of grinding. Is like just going around the streets, fighting a bunch of enemies, uh, getting five experience points at a time. When uh, the, later, a little bit later in the game, where just to level up one thing is between one and four, uh, one thousand and four thousand experience points. Obviously, you got to be going around fighting for a while, and the fighting is this game is a really bad Dark Souls game uh, as far as the, the gameplay goes. Uh, where, like, you can't get the areas, but you can unlock, like, doors later on that can make shortcuts to other areas. The combat, they try to make it Dark Souls-esque, where it's a lot of dodging and timing and stuff like that. It's just, But it's just clunky, and it's not good. Like, this game, it, like, from a technical standpoint, is very bad. Like, the frame rate's terrible. The loading time is on... The loading times are ungodly. Uh, the the combat is just very boring. Uh, I... I if I can do one thing over again, I uh, not only, I think I might have mentioned this last week. I would put this the game on easy, and just ran through the game because I thought so. The characters in the game before I, I murdered them all uh, were were really cool, and I thought the story and the and the, and the universe that they built is very interesting. Uh, but here comes the, the the major major problem with this game, and this is something I didn't realize until I went online and I started reading about it is. I I mean I said you know I thought putting this game on easy but like the game isn't like obscenely hard I died a few times before I got to the last boss uh, but it you know it was just more like uh, I kind of got got a little antsy and rushed in I should have been a little smarter uh, or I maybe got over a little, a little overrun by some characters but uh, for the most part I, I flew through the game because I was at a fairly high level at all uh, for most of, for most of the game and. Um, so I went to the last boss. I'm at like level 43 or 44. I went to the last boss and there's like 51. I'm like, oh shit. I have never, I, I, I've never seen a character that was like more than a level above me. 
throughout this entire gameplay. And they destroyed me. The last boss just completely destroyed me. Uh, it wasn't even close. Um, and I'm like, holy crap. Like, I barely put a dent in this. I gave him, like, all my best shots. And it barely put a dent in him. And I didn't realize this until this last boss. But, like, you have serums you can use. They're, like, that, like, give you, uh, you know, like, like health potions and uh-huh. uh, uh, um, stamina potions. Stuff like that. You can I, So, I maxed out everything for that and went in. And I used them all in this fight, and like I said, I barely made a dent. But I didn't realize this until I got to the last boss. When you when you um, when you, you reboot the, your last save, you reboot the save, and you start going to that last boss again, you lose all of those. What? Like they don't bring those back. Yeah. So all the ammo I use, I use all my ammo, uh, my my guns fighting this last boss. I use all my serums on this last boss, and you don't get them back. And these resources are actually really hard to find, like to make. Uh, health potions like i i've maybe made been able to make 30 or 40 throughout the entire game um so i have no more resources to do it and even if i wanted to i'd have to go through about three or four loading screens and, and there's no fast travel in this game and uh run all the way back to one of my hideouts to do this so i'd have to probably spend 15 20 minutes doing this again just to get a few and uh so anyways i, I went in and I, I got a little i get a little further every time but i didn't have my health potions or any of my potions at all so i pretty much just got destroyed after like six seven attempts and it wasn't like the best i did is i got halfway one time um and that was like a 20 minute battle like I, I probably spent about an hour trying to fight this and it wasn't like it was just me holding on for dear life the whole time and uh I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I was just like, I don't understand. Like, why is where, how did this game get so hard so fast? Like, where I yeah. just flew through this game, and now all of a sudden, I I can't. I, I'm like struggling, like very badly. And I went and looked it up, and the game didn't mention this at all. I didn't know anything about this until I looked this up. So if you go, the more people you kill in the game, the harder the last boss gets. <laughs> So, oh, no. yeah. So I was reading about people that played like the pa- the pacifist one where they didn't kill anybody, and the last boss is like incredibly easy. Like they went in like level twenty four, twenty five, and they destroyed this. They destroyed the boss fairly easily. I'm a little forty three, and I I could barely put a dent in this damn thing. Wow. So yeah, I I am basically f- like, and this is where I wish I, I really wish I were, like I, I can switch the difficulty level to easy. I don't even know if I can still beat the damn thing. But, um, yeah, so I, I, I tried a few more after I read it. I'm like, fuck, I totally screwed myself on this thing. <laughs> like, it does, it, it's just like, it, it's kind of weird and it's frustrating where it's like, like, so they made this game where, like, the only way you can level up and get better is by killing people. But then in the end of the game, getting better actually makes it harder for you with, like, I don't, it's just really weird. Um, they just basically and... it, the game design kind of sounds like what they did is for the people who were tempted to get the easy XP from the get go would have a lot of hell of a harder time placing the final boss as opposed to getting minimal gains from actually helping people do the side quests and have that be the grind and then have the final boss is just incredibly easy. It's like what? Yeah, what? yeah and, and like a, and the game is not f- the the combat is not fun enough. To uh, if I had to play the whole game like that, like struggling in that combat, I I don't know if I would have made it to the last boss. So it's a weird like it's a weird thing where like the game isn't good enough. I don't think the combat gameplay is not good enough to deal with all that crap. 
like if I had to fight and do all the difficulty and all that stuff, and just the, the loading screens and the, having to deal with like getting resources back and all that, um, I don't I don't think I would have made it to the last boss if I played the the pacifist way. Uh, <laughs> just because, like I said, I deal with all the the bull crap of fighting my way to it. Because uh, there's a lot. I mean, you spend most of the game probably fighting, um, right? And but I, you know, I made it to the last boss. Now I can't beat the game because I went this route. So I don't know. It's like I really like, like, like I said, this game is not technically a very good game. Like I will, I cannot recommend this game to anybody. From like, <laughs> I and if I if if you were to play this game, like, I can't believe this game was sixty bucks, and I bought it for forty. And it, it, it's forty bucks is the max it should be. This is not a full price game. Uh, it should not be, anyways. Uh, and if you did, if you do get this game, like, get it when it's super cheap, put it on easy, and play through it that way. And just kind of take my words um, as uh, advice uh, and not what what not to do. Unless that's the way you want to play the game. But I would say put it on easy uh, because. Like I still liked the game quite a bit. Like I was hooked on this game and I was flying through it just because I enjoyed the world and the characters so much. Because I mean, there's there are characters in the world that you just can't kill, um, and uh, like they have to be there for the storyline purposes. There's vampires and there's other um, there's like vampire hunters stuff like that. You just you they they are there permanently um, for for the storyline purposes. And the ones but the, like the characters that you could kill, I killed them. Uh, so. Like I yeah I so I really like this game and I I wish I could beat it, but I, I I just don't want to deal with the bullshit of grinding of like having to grind a bunch and then also have to go and find these hard to find resources because uh, you can't you can't buy them from merchants uh, not that there's any merchants left in my in my my game because I, <laughs> I murdered them uh, you have to like you have to like go around the city and like pillage through trash cans and break boxes and find these things to to craft more uh, serums. And I mean, it takes a decent amount of resources to make these things. So it's just, uh, it, I mean, it took me hours of playing through this game to get to where I was on that. And I don't want to spend hours of playing the worst part of the game to get to that, get back to that boss fight. And if I lose one time, then I have to do it. All, I have to do it all over again, and I'm not gonna do that. Uh, so I kind of rage quitted on the game uh, last night. Uh, I don't. I, I might go back, but I'm just so frustrated right now uh, with when I found that out that you lose all of your resources, it's just incredibly stupid. Um, and that's not just cause I picked this evil route. It's just that that's how the game's designed and it doesn't make any sense at all. It feels very much like something that would happen in like the PS2 era of a game, not something that ha- should happen in 2018 with video games. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, I have a lot of mixed feelings about this game where like, <laughs> sounds like, like the, the majority of the game is is not good, but the peaks, like the the high points of the game, are really fun. You know, I, I really are not really fun, but like really interesting. Like I said, the the world, the story, all that, the characters are really interesting. Uh, but the rest of the game is just not. Uh, so, yeah, if I go back to it, I'll talk about it. But right now, I'm just so incredibly frustrated. I, I stopped playing. You know, I, like I said, I raised quit last night. I started playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey again. Went back to that. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, that's probably that's, I'm probably gonna play that for a little bit for see where I go, see how I feel about vamp, vampire in a in a week or so. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been playing. What about you, Gables? So basically, like I was saying before, I got to 110 in World of Warcraft and stuff. And uh, for the better part of this week, 
well, pretty much for the past part of like just a week and a half, I've been playing through the whole Legion expansion content, which at this point is like a couple of years old. So I basically went through a couple of different islands from like Azuna and also Vansh- like Valshara, which basically had very strong story elements. To be perfectly honest, up until now, I've only encountered some bits of story elements, some things that are interesting here and there. Then going through the slog, that was the whole Warlords of Drainer stuff. That one actually was the low point of the playthrough so far that I've done with my character. And now I go the exact opposite, where like the story and all the dungeon stuff. I was actively dungeon queuing, basically waiting to get into like an online dungeon with a bunch of people. Just to go through and finish specific dungeons, because I liked the storyline stuff from uh, what I had went through, completing all the story missions for Azuna... You know, the little continent Azana, and then, like, the one right on top of it, the country, like, of uh, Valshara and stuff, and seeing a lot of the various resolution stuff just play out. That was fairly enjoyable, to be perfectly honest. Like, uh, I'm in... I'm finishing up in another area of Legion. I think I'm going to stick around with Legion for a little bit before I go into the whole, like, uh, Battle for Azeroth stuff. Because... Well, for one, the armor that I have right at this moment <laughs> is basically my heirloom armor, which helped me gain a bunch of experience. It's only good until level 110, so basically the armor I have right now, I gotta store it in the bank and use something else. <laughs> <laughs> so all my experience boost that I had to get to the level by level, it's no longer there, so I'm gonna save it for like another character, basically. <laughs> but uh, other than that in the middle of doing stuff there is this little event that's going on right now for the game where you have to go into this random dungeon right where you have to fight this boss that's like the headless horseman and so basically you fight this boss with a bunch of people and it drops these little trick or treat buckets right these little pumpkin heads and stuff and uh, basically you're trying to collect these uh, you can only do this once per day collect this uh, purple pumpkin things and inside of it you get like various like rare drops like you can actually get a mount to where it's actually like the headman the headless horseman's horse (laughs) Hmm. and that's something i've been trying to go after and stuff but uh, i haven't gotten to it yet i've only done it like maybe two or three times in the past like couple days but uh i did get a weapon tyler and the weapon this sword, it actually summons pumpkin soldiers when you attack people. Oh, God. That actually sounds amazing. But the problem is, with my character, my warrior, he doesn't use single... <laughs> he doesn't use single-handed, like, weapons. He uses two-handed weapons, like a great sword or this or that. So, I gotta save that for another character. <laughs> but, uh, on top of that, I also... I also decided to check out if I could actually get a couple different mounts. And so I went to this whole auction house stuff. So basically, in World of Warcraft, there is a auction house to where you can actually pay specific things like gold and stuff for particular items from, like, food, crafting elements, armor that other people... It's basically from what other users have put put up online from what they've earned. And there's a little miscellaneous section to where mounts are. So I'm scrolling through there, and all of a sudden I come across something, a magic carpet. I'm like, a magic carpet? Wait, what? I can actually ride around on a magic carpet? So I go through and I buy this thing. 
and it didn't really cost me a lot of gold and stuff because of uh, I had a lot left to spare, let's just say that. And come to find out, I cannot add this to my account yet because I do not have the whole tailoring ability at level 1 because with my character, you're only allowed to choose two professions. And for my warrior, I have blacksmithing and then I have mining. <laughs> so the concept behind that is like mining ore and copper and all those other types of regent type of things in order to blacksmith things into like armor, like swords, boots, this and that. So I'm going to save that for another character I will make eventually. <laughs> yeah, you, just another one. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? But anyway... I ended up getting, like, about... I kid you not. That was one of, like, four new mounts that I got. The other two I actually got through... There's a vendor inside of Stormwind where you can actually go through and... Uh, it's a guild vendor, which means if you join a specific guild and stuff, there are things that they'll offer you for, like, uh, the sale, you know? For, like, a discounted price in comparison to, say, paying specific merchants inside the overworld of World of Warcraft... And I bought these two mounts. One of them's a lion, and the other one is a dark phoenix. And my god, riding this dark phoenix around and stuff, it's so fucking cool. It's such a badass thing. It's like a big old purple freaking firebird or something like that just going along the sky. But the last one that I ended up getting was... Uh, I ended up getting this, this uh, drake, this twilight drake, from inside of this particular... Like this worm tower or something like that inside of uh, the whole Wrath of the Lich King expansion. I ended up. What you have to do to try to get this is you have to go through a raid by yourself. You're over leveled at this point anyway, and you're allowed to actually step inside raid, like older raids or something like that, just by yourself without having to queue for it, which I didn't know that up until this week. And so here I am, and the main boss of that entire thing. Is like standing right in the middle and have the other all those other like cohorts or something like right on the sides, and so basically in order to acquire this mount, I had to defeat this boss before defeating the other three, like uh, drakes or something like that that were there. And so I went forth, I killed the lead boss by a thread because I got swarmed so badly by like about a couple of different like dragon mobs, but because I was like about Oh god, a good solid 20 or 30 levels over <laughs> the recommended thing for the dungeon. I basically killed them all pretty much in like one or two hits. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up getting that uh, Twilight Drake mount, which looks pretty cool. I'm just riding a freaking dragon just across the sky and stuff, and uh, it's a lot better than what I had initially, which was like the standard mounts that I would get from vendors, like, like a griffin mount or like... Uh, Stuff like, say, horses, or this or that. You know, just standard attire. Or even, like, uh, kind of like, it's sort of, they're, like, rare as uh, the sea turtle that I fished up in those uh, pools of water. Honestly, the same type of expansion that I got this Twilight Drake in as well. But, uh, but uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> I am aiming, actually, to try to get this other mount, but I can only do it once a week, Right? To where I have to go through this raid inside of the Outlands and stuff. And this 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 is basically a mount that looks like a giant firebird. It's one of the older mounts from back in the day. It's called the Ashes of Alar. 
and basically it has like a a 1.5% drop rate when you defeat the final boss. But like I said, because you're so overpowered when you get there, like at this point I'm like at 110, and the boss there is like about 70-something. So I'm just beating creatures and stuff with just one shot anyway, and so it just takes maybe like about maybe 5, 10 minutes or so like that just to go through this raid. Get various rare items, of course, but man... So I'll edit up, that's one thing I want to do, and the other is eventually get to the BFA content, but as of right now, I am taking care of uh, a bunch of the Legion content since I don't want to leave there immediately, and then the second is like, I want to try to see if I can get that uh, Headless Horseman mount, (laughs) (laughs) but that's been really enjoyable. The other game that I was playing a little bit more of, I was playing a little bit more Rocket League on the Switch. I had it with me today. Basically, what I do in order to try to get my fill of Rocket League on other platforms is I go through a season mode. I set it to, like, the hardest difficulty level, the longest week, weeks and stuff. And uh, basically, I have it to, like, about 36 weeks up until they do a playoff and stuff. And so now I'm, like, at 31. I have been grinding today. I had, like, about a week 20, and I got it all the way to week 31. So it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, all these games. But, uh, yeah, I'm just really recognizing how the AI can be just choppy at points to where if you're doing well, all of a sudden it's like like a mistimed shot, but the AI, like, they're bumping out of the way or this or that, and all of a sudden they, the CPU scores. Man, I have absolutely hated that about Rocket League, where you're playing alone, and then all of a sudden it's like you're doing a season mode and this and that. At this moment, I believe I'm 22-3 and three for the season, <laughs> which is not bad. I'm still number one in terms of the, the score rankings and stuff, but uh, yeah, there were some matches that I lost like by a goal or something like that because of stupid shenanigans. <laughs> but uh, the last game that I have been playing... And basically, all three of the games that I've played this week were games I've already played before. I know that I need to play new stuff. <laughs> it's just basically what I've been... Basically what I've been into this past week is I've been playing more Dragon Ball Fighters Z on the PS4. Oh, cool. I want to get better with the characters I like. So, for those that are listening at home, if you're a fan of this game, I basically have been trying to perfect little bits of the team of Piccolo, Android 16, and Hit. All three of these characters I love to play as because they're so fun just to set up combos and stuff, especially with Hit because you do this like this heavy kick attack, right? And just your opponent goes flying all the way across the screen, right? Hits and like ricochets off the the back end of like the side of the screen. And all of a sudden you do this attack where you like you can freeze the opponent in place and stuff, and then all of a sudden you just do like a vanish attack, just basically, oh yeah, you basically hit him and stuff like that, then you gotta time this middle punch and then like do all this other crazy crap until you set up his special to where he's just like uh, dashing and does that freaking like 25 hit combo or something like that <laughs> with the uh, R2, quarter circle R2 or something like that. Yeah, it's a lot complicated to explain it obviously, but it's like, just setting up in-depth combos and figuring out what's easier to try to use has been fun. And I have have had some moderate success playing through things like arcade mode and this and that. Because 
I basically am now starting to learn what the game does not tell you in terms of secret techniques. Like, Tyler, did you know you can actually reflect Kai Blasts in that game? No, uh, absolutely not. I'm not that good at this game. Well, here's the thing. In order to reflect them, you got to hold back on your D-pad on your D-pad and X. You have to time it and stuff like that. So they f- they shoot a fireball at you. You do that like at the same time or something. And you can actually reflect it. And what's the most awesome part about it is once you reflect it, it actually damages the background. <laughs> so you can actually see damage like in the environment when every time you dodge like Kai blasts and this and that. So see if you're on the world tournament stage. You can actually see damage in the world tournament, like the building and stuff, which is a cool touch. I like that. But, uh, yeah, other types of things that they don't tell you about is that they don't tell you that, uh, they basically don't tell you how certain characters can do, like, specific combos that it's, like, separate from, yeah, that are basically separate from, like, uh, what the combo thing tells you. Like, for example, the, the combo mode. You can go through 100% of everything that the commands and everything else can go through what the game designers like uh, recommend you doing. However, you can actually create a whole bunch of random combos and just basically mix things up to where like you discover them, which that's what I've been trying to do, and it's absolutely fun just to go through and just experiment. Okay, let's see what happens if I launch somebody in the air and all of a sudden I call in one of my party members and all of a sudden I figure out that there's a combo that I can actually switch into another character and then do a combo in the air, grab him, toss him to the ground, and all of a sudden execute this level 2 special that I got from my character. I'm like, holy shit, this feels amazing. <laughs> it's it's the feeling of like getting a high level play or a high level combo just executed off. That's just the the most amazing feel with Dragon Ball Fighter Z to me. Because with other games that I've played that are similar to like that, like Marvel vs. Capcom Two, Street Fighter Three, there were moments where I realized, hey, you know what? I can use the moves, but the timing of certain moves, the frames that I have to count to do that, I don't understand that readily. And all of a sudden, I play a game to where it's easier for me to set up and the basic combos are pretty easy to try to understand and basically it's teaching me a little bit of the advanced terms of what competitive fighting gamers actually go through in terms of getting better with characters and knowing when to juggle a character knowing when to do this just the deep technical stuff in it that just totally fascinates me with this but uh, yeah other than that that's basically what I have been playing for this week Alright, very cool, man. Glad still, you're still enjoying that game. Holy I shit. I need to get back into that game. Cause that, that's a, you it's do, game. because that's a fucking amazing game. <laughs> yeah. If only it was an anime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, so, not a lot of news this week. Um, I mean, I don't know. There, there, the, the, there's two big stories. I don't really know how much we want to get into, like crunch in the video games, uh, video game world. Um, it's been a big thing this week with uh, after the interview uh, about Red Dead Redemption Two, uh, about working 100 plus hour weeks, and uh, I mean obviously that's a nobody nobody should have to do that work 100 hours a week. Um, there's only like 160 hours in a week, right? And get, spent over a hundred of that and you have to literally sleep at work to get those hours uh, or get your job done is, is absolutely insane. It um, is. 
Truly, it is. Yeah, uh, but you know, it's I've, I don't know because it's it's a shitty thing. I'm not trying to defend it at all. Uh, but people are talking about how it's really bad in video games. I mean, it probably I think it is because it's more about it's an entertainment thing. It's it's worse in there because when you look at like other entertainment things like uh, like music, like movies and TV have they have really great unions for them that yeah. prevent stuff like this. Music is a whole different beast in itself. Um, and you know, video games uh, don't have a, those. Unfortunately, employees don't have that have that uh, that luxury of a union or like they they work credible ton of hours, but they have no like safe safety net if you know where they get laid off or whatever. Uh, but it's like if like just going on Twitter, like you know, Twitter gets a bad rap and it deservedly so. Uh, there's a lot of shit on there. Um, yeah, mainly the president, but a lot of other things too. Um, and you know, like I, I, I like to go on there and I like to like go and search and look up these things at, when they happen. It kind of just like. Uh, read like kind of read the room in a way like where I go on there and I read like a lot of the top things coming out uh, and no one's really defending this uh, but like, I thought there's I, I don't know maybe it's just me and maybe some other people I mean it's a small segment like I have spent the better part of my 20s working 60 plus hours a week mm-hmm. uh, you know and obviously I've never worked a hundred hour week before. I've worked a couple of eighty hours a weeks before. Oh god, and that's insane. Where you work? I mean, you think about if you work six twelves, that's only seventy two hours. So, uh, and I work those, and it's just like I've worked. Uh, you know, my company now. I talk about. I've talked about. You know, like we we work sixty hours a week regularly uh, in the in the winter and uh, early spring and late fall, and. You know, it, in my last job before that, it was the same way, but it was all year round. Like you just worked, you just worked those hours. That was what you did. Right. And I'm not trying to say like right, wrong, or different. Like I don't want to do that. I don't think anybody would want to do that. Uh, it's shitty that some, someone. It's it's a miserable, terrible experience to go through, especially for such long stretches. Uh, but I don't. It's just it's so weird. Like that. Like, I'm not trying to say that they shouldn't have a union or a, a way to back it up. My thing is, is like I feel like everybody should have that, you know. Very it's like true. I, I, I want, I definitely want video game because like they make these things that I love and that, that like they can, when you work those seventy hour weeks and you go home and I go home and I play Madden or I play a game that like a lot of times these are the things that kind of keep me sane like during these stretches and yeah. uh, I think that's I think video games do that for a lot of people, uh, and so yeah they should definitely I mean but. I don't know. It's just like I'm not trying to sit there and say, "Oh, boohoo, get over it," kind of thing, because that that should not happen. It should not happen anywhere. Like you, whether you're a firefighter, police, uh, work, work, you're a police officer, or um, anything like that. You know, like I think most companies have a crunch, and, and and I think you need to have. You know, companies need like people are talking about. Oh, there's got to be a way where uh, you don't have crunch and you don't have to work these kind of hours. But you have to have deadlines. Nothing gets done if you don't have deadlines. That's it, very just, true. You need to have these things. Um, but I just, I, I'm like, I'm just trying to figure out where's the balance in this. Cause I, I feel like unions, a union of video games, uh, is and union of anything. Like unless you're already a union becoming one now in 2018 is so hard, especially as like unions are kind of fading away. Uh, like 
getting them now is impossible is next to impossible uh i think unless everybody like in the video game industry or in any in industry whatever they're in all just like boycotted or just stopped right now um and it's just it's just a it's just a weird loaded thing where it it's a it's a it's an issue i think across many industries and in most workplaces uh but in the like, what do you? How do you like? How as fans, like with video, just getting back to the video game side of things, how do fans do we, um, do we deal with this? Like, what what's our what's the proper way of saying we don't want this anymore? We don't want we don't want these guys have to crunch, have to work hundred hour weeks. Like I understand, like sometimes we're going to work fifty, sixty hour weeks, maybe some seventy hour weeks here and there. Uh, and this isn't just an RDR2 thing. This is just the, in the industry as, as a whole. Like when Telltale happened, like they like a lot of the employees that got laid off. Like I, I've worked, I've been doing crunch for years straight, uh, barely barely see my family, and I just got laid off with no severance package. You wow. Know, like, they got nothing, and these guys have been doing it for years. Uh, and I'm not trying to sit there and make this a dick measuring contest or say that these guys got it worse than others and it's not like that uh, this this goes on ea activision middle you know double a games indie games i'm sure too uh but you know how do you how do you fix that because it, it is a, it is a weird like pride thing you know i think too for a lot of people and it's like uh like i i've definitely had that on occasions where it's like uh you hear people talking about how many hours they worked They're like oh yeah well I, I worked this many hours you know i've done that i've been that guy and it's stupid like it took me a long time to realize how silly of a thing that is, and I, I think that that's still an issue for a lot of people. And I, I think I get a lot of that from you know from from my dad, where he like I, I still I to this day like I hear him talk about how many hours he's worked or all the hours he's worked in his life, and it's just like you you get that mindset is like you, you know if you want to get somewhere or um, you know he got to where he is by just working hard and being reliable and I, right. I got that mindset the same way i think that's the thing for a lot of things and also it's a it's a weird stupid like i'm not trying to make this i mean, there's a lot of women out there i know that do it too but like from dealing with it as as a as a man on the man side it's like you get that weird like uh testosterone thing where it's like oh this guy works 62 hours well i can work 65 and it's it's just dumb it is like, dumb. It really is truth and like yeah and maybe these people didn't have the have the option to do it I don't know, uh, but if they if they did, you know, you you as an employer, you have to like look out for like, hey, these guys like, oh, they're great, they're getting this stuff done for us. This is awesome. But as an employer, you gotta look like, at, at, look out for that. Like, it's also your job to make sure those people are safe. Like in my company where I work at, we have a lot of, we have OSHA, uh, we have a lot of. Yep. Uh, my company is really good on safety because we work in a fairly dangerous place, uh, where you know bad things can happen to people. Uh, and they do a good job of looking. Like we need we need those things in place to look out for um, for for employees. And um, for the most part, management will if they have if they see, if, if there's an opportunity to send people home early, especially if they work a lot of long hours, or uh, you know some of the, uh, the the managers on the floor like when they see a break, and I'll tell employees myself like like hey we're working some we're gonna be work about to, we're working some crazy stretch hours here they're coming up here soon or even when in the middle of it. It's like, hey, like if you see a break in there, like something comes up and you can leave early or get a day off, take it because they don't come often because we, we do a lot of like we don't like I said, we don't do 100 hour weeks where I work, but 
there is a very long crunch period where it's just 60, 70 hour weeks every week uh, for months on end. And, right. Um, and, I, and a lot of companies are like that, I'm sure. But yeah, I just, going back to the video games again, sorry, I keep going on tangents, but like, how, how do we, like, what, like, do, you, do we boycott the game? Like, is that what, is, is, would that, would that be good? Because I feel like that would be, that would like, like, maybe no. that would get the, like, now the, now the thing is, with boy counting stuff, you know, I mean, yes, raising awareness of the stuff that's happening is definitely as important, but I don't know if that's actually like, like the crux of the different things that's going to help propel into something that's going to be ever changing and stuff, because even if some, even if a lot of gamers were to go out and say they wanted to, say, uh, Boycott Red Dead Redemption 2 or something like that. At the end of the day, there will be some that will do that, but at the same point, it's going to get ignored, and people are still going to buy that game regardless. And that's not because of the fault of, like, say, the people that are working long hours. It's definitely not the fault of, like, say, like Activision and stuff like that, but it's because of the mindset that people are unaware of such a thing that's happening at the same time. And like you were just saying, you know, like when people get into the mind frames of like how many hours they've worked a specific week or how many things that they've done like at a specific time just to get things done and stuff. The harsh reality is in terms of uh, the gaming landscape in general, these crunch hours, they're fairly common. And that's the thing. They absolutely suck. Reading the comments from people on Twitter and like all the horror stories that they went through and like in regards to doing game crunches and game deadlines and stuff is absolutely horrific from people like getting sick or something like that and afraid to like going home and stuff like that because they may get fired because they actually took a day off or some shit or this and that, you know, it's like in order to try to solve this, it definitely starts with the consumers first and it has to work itself the way up. Because it wasn't until after this sort of, like, story came to light, like, like Jason Schreier and stuff like that from uh, Kotaku, that people started to get wind of it on Twitter. Other employees, you know, just, like, from Rockstar themselves going through and just issuing their stories and stuff to the extent where Rockstar, the company itself, actually ended up going through and just basically allowed a lot of their customers, not a lot of the customers, but, excuse me, a lot of their... Like, workers can go, just gave them the okay, okay, you can vent this instead on their online stuff. And basically, in and of itself, it did help in terms of raising awareness in terms of this, but the actual solution to this has to be the money in their wallets, pretty much. We consumers, the money inside of our wallets... This is basically what's end up going to influence whether we're going to change specific things or not. Regardless of what happens with like Red Dead Redemption 2, the success and stuff like that, people will remember in the back of their minds, hey, a lot of these workers inside this workplace spend like about 80 to 100 fucking hours a week in order to try to crunch and get this stuff going and stuff. Yeah. Are we really like spending our money towards products and stuff like that that uh, people basically have sacrificed their their livelihoods, their marriages, their this and that in order to try to sell you the $60 fucking game and stuff that you barely probably will maybe play for a week and then probably trade it into GameStop or this and that, you know? It's just that type of harsh reality that people have to, like, sort of understand and get aware of first before they try to do specific stuff. But what I'm saying is, Tyler, I don't know if there is an actual solution solution at this time, but what it does begin with is for us as gamers to go through and say, hey, I don't want to buy this shit. 
I know this company's a piece of shit, but getting through to gamers in that type of a scale is ever so hard because we are in crux with, like, the next biggest thing or the next biggest thing that we have to buy. And that in and of itself repeats the cycle of this, like, just constant grind and this and that. So it's yeah. like, man, I, I don't know how to elo- eloquently else to put it, man. It's like, we got to definitely think of, like, solutions to this type of landscape, not only for the gaming industry, but for, like, just the whole concept of this this business industry like industrial sort of like esque revolutionary time period that we are experiencing at this time you know because it's this times right now where people are working the 80 100 hour plus weeks and have done this for like maybe decades or something like that is really reminiscent to like how in the industrial revolution stuff back around the 20s 30s and stuff and so on and so forth where people were pretty much doing the same thing, only getting paid next to nothing in order to just work in sweatshops and this and that. You know, it's it's bullshit, you know? And yeah. basically just starts with us saying yeah. enough's enough. <laughs> and it's 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 difficult, and that's where I was talking about the boycott thing, where, like, these guys just spent, like, killed them, damn near killed themselves and gave up time with their family and friends and just living a life. Right. To make this game, so by so if we boycott it and don't buy it, and we don't play the thing they just damn near kill themselves for, is like is that what they want? I like, know that's what's complicated in this matter too. You're damned yeah. if you do, and you're damned if you don't. You know because you want those people to earn their pay, obviously. Yeah, especially when sales and review scores is all part of like these guys getting bonuses. Oh, the whole too, Metacritic influence, like influence on certain shit, which. A lot of those ratings have been, like, modified and stuff from, like, various third-party websites. Man, it's absolutely disgusting that there have been jobs and other types of games that have failed and stuff like that, where it's, like, that's ended up becoming the crux of the whole meta-critic stuff. You know? Yeah, and that was a big thing. I remember, like, the first time I think a lot of us heard about was when Destiny 1 came out, and it had to get, like, a, an 80 or above on Metacritic to, for, like, Everybody get bonuses, and they got God. like a seventy. Had like a seventy nine. That is a terrible something. business and, model. Yeah, and it's it's a weird. Yeah, it's, but yeah, I, I guess I mean I really think that right now the only thing people can do is just kind of raise, like raising awareness about it right now. And That's all we can I'm do. Hap- right yeah, and I mean it's good. It's good to see that like you know IGN, like you said, IGN, Kotaku, Gamespot, uh, Gamespot are all like. Bring this up, and this isn't this isn't gone away, and this isn't like a attack on Rockstar necessarily. Or, no, um, this isn't just Rockstar. It, it's other AAA no. companies too: EA, yeah. Activision, Ubisoft. Hell, even like other type of big parties and stuff have done similar stuff in the past as well. This is not an isolated incident. It has to be a industry style blame in this type of situation. Yeah, no, not yeah, I agree. And I, I think this is the, like make, raising awareness on this and kind of like not letting this go away and like is is probably the best way to kind of I mean kind of make a change in this. I don't know what that change can or will what what it will be, but th- you know I think this is this is the I think Telltale was like the first kind of step in that direction where like it, it kind of came up and it, but it didn't really go completely die away. Like, it was a big deal when people talked about, like, especially with the way, not so much the crunch, it was brought up, but it was more just the way they were, like, no severance, no nothing, like, you just, you got nothing, you got 
years of service and you get nothing for it. Uh, that was kind of the first thing. I think these kind of having back-to-back uh, in about a four- or five-week stretch um, in, a, in, a, in a shitty way for a lot of these people, but maybe in a good way for the future and the rest of the industry, um, this this coming up is probably might have been a good thing in the end. Um, but, you know, like I said, we'll have to... It's somewhere at the. I, I think, like I said, this something when we hear about this, we can't just like gloss over it. I think it needs to be talked about. Yes. But I mean, it's this is like I said, it's not a video game. It's not necessarily. It's definitely a, a huge issue because it's more of a public thing. But uh, I think this is an issue across the board for a lot of companies, but uh, for a lot of industries. But uh, I guess we'll have to, uh, you know, wait and see and see where it goes from here. Yep. Uh, but moving on, like I said, there wasn't a lot of topics this week. This is. Probably this is our only other topic we have, <laughs> uh, which is good because we're actually going fairly long here. Yeah, uh, is this is, it was kind of a weird thing. Where, like, so the PlayStation released, uh, you know, put a thing on their PlayStation blog on uh, Thursday night, and I read it, and it was just like an update. It was like update on a bunch of uh, upcoming games for uh, PlayStation, and it was like four or five games talked about and some updates on it, and like kind of snuck in there a little bit is the fact that Days Gone got delayed. Uh, huh. um, and here's this is I, I just pulled the uh, the quote from the uh, the blog itself, and it's just uh, we want to share a change or release date for this highly anticipated title from Ben Studio. We recently decided to to move the release day, uh, the release of Days Gone from the crowded February timeline to or time frame to April 26, 2019. While the studio is eager to see Days Gone in the hands of fans, Ben Studio will take the opportunity to fur- further polish the game, uh, Days Gone. So. I think, you know, we you know delays isn't really much. Typically, isn't really much of a news story. Like, or we'll, we'll usually put them in here if it's a big game, and we'll kind of just like we'll mention right. it, we'll talk about it for a second, move on. I think the big thing about this, I think the really interesting part about this is the fact that they said moving the game from the crowded February time frame. You do not hear develop. You do not hear major companies say that unless they are readily sure that. Uh, they want to have this game go forth and like succeed in the specific things because this is the first time, Tyler, I believe I've ever heard a company flat out say, "Hey, the February time period is very crowded with game releases. We're going to go ahead and move our game to April." You know, nobody's that direct. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's something that goes on for years. Like everybody's called the Call of Duty effect, where it's like a game would just get pushed out to early, the uh, early of the following year because it like. Because they didn't want to like, get delayed last, like you know, fairly late in the year to early, early next year, because uh, they want to mess with Call of Duty, and I don't really blame them. Uh, and then you see it this year with Red Dead Redemption. Everybody put their games out uh, well before October twenty sixth. Yes. Or they moved out, or it's coming out early next year. And I think that's, you know, I don't think anybody's gonna knock them for it. No. And I think it's smart, and if you try to release a game around that time, knowing it's not, I mean, no, I mean, nothing's bigger than. Probably gonna be then a Rockstar release, uh, and then nothing's and after that it's Call of Duty. Yep, uh, and it's a pretty big jump after that of games that are, are up there. But um, like, like I don't think anybody like it's easy to uh, mock them out. They don't want they're scared of this, but you're just being hard headed at that point. It's not smart business wise, and I I just love the openness of it. And it's like you know what? It's it's silly to be upset. Like you can be disappointed or a little bummed out about a delay. Who is it? Um, but it's like who's gonna be upset? Really upset at the core about a about a delay? Like this game gets yeah. a, it's an additional two months to be worked on. 
comes out in April, late April, when there's not really a lot going on. True. And we've talked about it in the past. It was coming out on February 22nd, the same day as Anthem, Metro Exodus, and Crackdown 3. Yeah. And there that... was a couple other games in February that were coming out, too. Man. So, Definitely was a smart idea to try to move out of that time that time frame in the freaking February. I agree with that. I actually feel like that this is a smart move on Sony's part in order to get more attention, more like an isolated part of the month where there's not too many game releases, which April definitely fits that bill, considering yeah. traditionally it hasn't been that type of uh, the month of the year where there has been a lot of major gaming releases. Yeah. But, uh, and- yeah. God of War came out the late April this year, and look how well it sold. Obviously, it's oh, God of War. Oh yeah, but, um, you know I think that nothing's really out that time. I hope more games in February move out because it's that first quarter is insane. Agreed. We talked about the past, but agreed. Uh, especially that that day was just incredible. Like you had four AAA games come out in one day. That's, oh sheesh! Uh, now we have now we're down to three. So I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping at least. One or two more like get pushed out to like March or something or a little bit further. Watch it be cracked down. Uh, I hope it's cracked down. <laughs> like, like it sounds like for everything we hear about the game, it's like it's it just like that game is just in pieces. Uh, so maybe another month or two in the oven wouldn't hurt either. Uh, but no, I, I think you know, like I said, this is it's silly to be upset about uh, a delay. This isn't. I think this is not necessarily a game that we're neither one of us are super excited for. Mm-hmm. Uh, like. I think we're kind of looking at it, trying to be optimistic, especially me. Um, trying to be optimistic about what this game could be, uh, but I, what we heard doesn't sound super overly positive. Um, yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Uh, so it's cool. I think it's just a change that I hope we see more often. It's a change of honesty that I think I hope that it becomes a, a more of a uh, thing we see in the future. Um, but Gables, unless there's anything else you want to add, I think we're going to wrap up the show this week. Oh, no, I'm good. Okay, coolio. Well then, uh, thank you guys for listening. If you want more, more from us, we have a Facebook page and group. It is Drunk Dashers Podcast. Like and join us on there on twitch.tv slash Drunk Podcast. Follow us on there. Also at twitch.tv, I'm Gingerboy507. And Gables, you are Colonel Gables, correct? Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, so follow us on there <laughs> as well. We're going to be doing some... Uh, all three of those uh, Twitch channels will be—you'll be seeing a lot of streaming from the, from those channels. Yes. Extra Life, especially on November third, um, and maybe some—we might do some practice streams here and there. Uh, oh yeah, just get us ready before we go for Extra Life uh, in the next couple weeks. Uh, on iTunes, Drunk Dashers Podcast. Subscribe to us on there. Give us a five-star review. Leave us a comment, please. On YouTube, at Drunk Dashers Podcast. Uh, subscribe. Give us a big thumbs up. Leave a comment as well. And uh, Twitter at Drunk Nerds Podcast uh, or Drunk Nerds Pod. I'm sorry. Uh, follow us on there, please. And uh, think that covers actually everything. So until next time, everybody. I was your host, I was Tyler, and I have been Colonel Gables. So until next week, everyone. I hope you have yourself a good week. I hope you play plenty of games. But most importantly of all, I hope you enjoyed yourself listening to another fun-filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Hey, hey Gables. Yeah. This week. Too sweet. Bye, guys. See ya.